0: Hello, and welcome to the Lost in Possession podcast. Three mates, three different teams, three very different opinions. Now, before we move on to today, today's topic of the transfer story, the, probably of the summer so far, revolving Raheem Sterling, I wanted to ask you, when, what is your fantasy? We've all got a fantasy. I definitely know that Jordan does, and I definitely know that Jamie does. But, of course, we won't disclose that. But what <clears throat> about your fantasy of building a dream premier league 11 that's right it's the, it's fantasy premier league time the season is approaching so of course what better time to get started and we at lost in possession are starting our own fantasy league where throughout the season we'll all go head to head and see if we can get a winner now of course it's free to join but you must sign up to our youtube page and instagram page where we'll share the information and we will share the code as well But we also want to say that there will be a prize for the winner. What will that prize be? Well, it will be a 2023-24 Premier League shirt of your choice. So, whatever team it is, whether it's the Spurs home shirt, whether it's the Man City away shirt for next year, could even be one of the new promoted teams. We will give that to you for the winner. So, of course, it would be great if you could join us. I, of course, will no doubt be out by week one. We never know. We might have some really good masterminds on the channel. So it'd be great if you could sign up to us. And of course, we'll share all that information with you. But please make sure that you are subscribed to both our YouTube page and of course, you follow our Instagram page too. Now, now that we've got that out of the way, I just wanted to start off with the transfer story of the summer, as I mentioned. And that is, of course, Raheem Sterling, who looks like he's going to be joining Man City and going across, all the way down south to Stamford Bridge and joining Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea. Well, oh, that was a mouthful. I think we need to start the resident Chelsea fan here before we move on to the City fan. I want to say, Jordan, what are your thoughts on Raheem Sterling? Is it the signing you want? Was it? Would you like to have gone somewhere else? Perhaps signed a different type of player? Is he somebody that Chelsea needs? Of course, you've got an abundance of you know players, perhaps in that position. What do you think? So initial initial response in
1: general. Definitely, definitely positive. Um, uh, You know, we know how good Sterling is in the Premier League. Um, We talk about all these kind of... And it will be throughout the summer. We talk about all these rumours of of various wingers and players. You know, there's been... um, There's been, you know, Dembele talks about Dembele. There's been, you know, the ongoing dramatic saga, um, you know, with with Rafinha. Um, But ultimately... Sterling, on the whole, is clearly more proven in the Prem. He's been delivering for the last kind of what five, six years, possibly more. Um, And yeah, initially, proven talent. Less there's less risk involved. Let's put it that way. Um, And forty five mil. Obviously, Jamie, we'll get into the debate about around the price tag. For me, I I think forty five mil for a guy who's twenty seven, proven winner. I do think it's a fair price. Um, I think all in, again, Jamie, you might disagree. You maybe wanted a little bit more. Um, But yeah, I think it was 47.5, actually, I believe, plus add-ons was the final fee. I probably think it's just about right. Um, However, good signing, I believe. Um, And Tuchel did want him. So, you know, I backed Tuchel all the way. Is not the priority signing we need. Um, you know we've discussed it a few times particularly on the last transfer show as we all know we're losing all of defence to Spain um, Barca, Madrid, you name it um, so we, <laughs> we do still need a defender so if, if signing Sterling is, is instead of a, a defender I think we've messed up realistically though I think we're going to invest in a striker um, so yeah my initial reaction on the whole is positive I think it's good signing and he's proven Jamie talk to me on the Well, talk to me in general, I think. You can't be happy to see him go.
2: So, no. Um, If I had the choice of him staying or going, it would be staying. Now, if he was leaving to, like you mentioned, Spain, where obviously your defence is going, I wouldn't be too bothered. And I'd think, you know what, that's fine. The fact that he's going to Chelsea, who are technically a direct rival... In terms of it, I think I still think there is some sort of gap between City and Liverpool and the rest, but that's still a proven winner going to Chelsea, which is not something I want to see. I just want to go back to yourself though, Jordan. You're saying this is all positive. I just for the last well, let's go five years, you've been slagging off Sterling to me pretty much in our group chat every time he plays. If he gets a foul, yeah. he's dived. Correct,
1: correct. <laughs> Doesn't I mean,
2: score, does score, it's a tap-in or a penalty.
1: He Just wins pens. Like he wins pens, to be fair. I'm, I'm not going to complain. Um, No, look, he, he's been a bit of a diver in the past. There's, there's no doubt about it. But this season, it won't be dives. It'll be clear, blatant fouls.
2: Get your off.
1: But no, I, I think on, on that stat, I, I don't know if it's 100% sure, but I think he has won the most penalties in the kind of recent Premier League era, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Um, You know, we've got Jorginho, who can obviously bang him in. So I think next season, even if he does absolutely nothing other than win pens, um, I think it will be an addition.
2: No, that's sort of, yeah, sort sort of joking aside with you there. I think he is a good player. And like I say, I didn't actually want him to go really, we City fans were talking about it by the end of last season, it suspected we were going to lose Jesus so I think everyone was sort of going you know, we could be losing Sterling as well thinking he'd go more abroad rather than Chelsea it's not an, it's not the end of the world for us because realistically he is he's behind Phil Foden on the left wing and he's behind Mahrez on the right wing, I think his best position is on the right wing but he seemed to Say he prefers playing on the left wing, like he does for um, England. Um, but that's just from watching him over the years. I think his best performances have come from the right. Is is he what Chelsea needed? I don't think so, but I understand with a new ownership, it's freshening things up. I think, is it Boley needs to kind of put his authority on this is my, now my club? It's not Abramovich's anymore. So to possibly get out some players, like obviously Lukaku's gone, that probably would have happened with Abramovich still there. But with the Sterling one, I do think it's still a good, it's a good signing. I think he's probably, he probably is still. I think he's better than your wingers in zietra So like he's going anyway. Pulisic, I think he's been injured quite a few times, so he's not really getting in it and. Who else do you have on the wing? Oh, you've got that. Callum that's a door. I personally don't rate him that highly. I know Jordan thinks a bit differently to me on that, but Sterling, I think we can both agree is a level above him, especially at the moment, yeah. at least. He's
1: more pretty. Yeah. The, the reality is, you know, I like ZH. I think he's phenomenal. Needs, needs to put in consistency. Pulisic, I still believe could be world-class one day. Um, he reminds me of like a young hazard, but he's not delivered yet. Um, And again, injury plays a big factor in that, but whatever way you flip it, Sterling is more consistent. He's more proven than all our other wingers. Um, I was looking at some stats earlier. So going back all the way to to, to the 2016-17 season, every single season he's got 30 goals and assists, 40 goals and assists, 42, 41, 26, 26. So to consistently get for what, six years above 26 GA goals and assists per season you can't argue with that the stats don't lie that is consistency and I, as you said you know last probably last season i was a bit critical of him i think he's level dipped um but he did it. and let's be fair we all kind of did we all said would you actually take him to the euros we all doubted him a little bit before I, the I, euros
2: i, I don't no, think, I think oh. We would have taken him. I think all three of us probably would have taken. Sorry, him starting
1: there. in the starting but eleven, I believe we said in the
2: starting eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, not taking him been a mistake. Yeah, but yeah. you're yeah. But... same with the golden assists. I agree. So this is sort of he has proved has been proven. He's obviously scored. He's in the one hundred Premier League goals club <clears> as well. Like, and but he, his form has dipped, and it's not one season; it's two. I know he's still twenty six is is better than most players in the league, to be fair. yeah. Uh, When you're at City, you're expected to try and be getting the 40 that he was getting before. I think that might be what it is. And his performances, so it's not just the goals and assists, his actual performances have dipped massively. And this is where, this is probably why we went out and bought Grealish, was another player, because Sterling's form was just dropping and dropping. And... Before the Champions League final against, unfortunately, yourselves, I I still backed Pep, but every City fan then went, "Why is Sterling starting?" In our biggest game, Sterling had not proved anything that season, and he I can't say he really improved this season either. He did a bit, but not dramatically enough for us. He he just I think he. Would actually, he might benefit being one of the actual main men at Chelsea in your attack at least. Yeah. I think it would be probably him and Mount would be the main two. And then probably like Kai Havertz maybe as like a third, unless you yeah. sign someone else. So he might relish that because in his sort of best seasons, when you think he scored the sort of he scored a few last minute winners, Southampton, Bournemouth, they sort of come to mind they're the sort of ones where actually at the time he was one of the top people with Aguero, with Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva. So it may be that he just needs a new challenge to freshen up himself. And he's sort of not complacent at City, but a new start will just sort of kick him on a bit more. Yeah. I'm, I'm still just sort of surprised at it though. I just think he's always sort of mentioned that he'd want to go to a Barcelona or Real Madrid. And with Real Madrid not getting Mbappe, I just saw it as a a little opening there for him to just go, how about me? I'll come to Real Madrid. But I don't know if they didn't want him. They've got other priorities. Maybe they just put all their eggs in the Mbappe basket and then effectively lost out.
1: Yeah, I don't Reece. think anyone. Yeah, so I was going to say,
2: yeah, Reese. Since you're the neutral in this situation, like, what do you think of the Sterling transfer to Chelsea? Is it a mistake by City? Is it not? Is Chelsea actually picking up sort of a, a bargain price at forty seven point five million, something like that?
0: Um, I think it's a good deal for both parties. I th- I don't think it weakens City necessarily as you mentioned, you've already got Mares, Grealish, Foden. Palmer is certainly going to play as well. Um, so there's that. That's not the big issue. Um, certainly a good thing for Chelsea because I think it's a player they need. They don't need an out-and-out striker necessarily in that system. And with Sterling's goal contributions, you know, as, as Jordan mentioned, you know, he got thirteen last year, which is good, very good for a player in that position. Um, <clears throat> I think he will help with that side of things of their game so they won't need to rely on a striker like they had done with say Lukaku. Um, so I think he'll bring a wider aspect to their game Um, I think 47 million is is a fair price I know that it could have been easy for City to make a profit on him but you know I look at it, I think he's been at the club seven years you know 50 million for him and then to get you know you're not losing him on a free you're not selling him for about 30 million so a three million loss for a player that you've had for seven years is is very very good um i think i think it makes sense you know he, he's from brent or he grew up around Brentway so for him it's it goes goes closer to home um be a fresh start for him you know i think i think he is a great player and i think you know if he would have converted a few more of his chances we'd be looking at very scary statistics but Overall, I think I think it's a good deal for both parties. I don't think either either team can really complain um, for what they're going to get. You know, I think I think both teams will be able to use it to their advantage.
1: And also, he's he's he's, he's 27. You know I mean, it's not like he's 31, 32, and you're kind of writing him off, saying, "Oh, he's past." You know, his best year is 100% gone. I still think at 27, he's more than capable. As you said, Jamie, little little freshen up, new team, new manager maybe a, a re- revitalised kind of motives or energy or whatever. Um, slightly close to Reese as you said, we all know he grew up, you know, near Wembley. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, for, Yeah, as I said before, I think for us, there's, no, there's not much downside. Like, I think for us, there's, there's more upside for us, whereas City is more downside. Like, let's say, I, I don't, as I said, I don't think we'll be able to push you for the league next season until we sort our defence but if let's say hypothetically we go and push you all the way to the title somehow won the title and he was a you know he was a role in that which I guess he'd have to be City would be looking at that going that's one of the worst transfers of all time do you know what I mean whereas even if he's absolutely awful City won't be going oh my god it's the best business of all time so I think for us there's more upside but I guess if City win the league again you're not going to care either way it's if you don't, that's no, when maybe no. you'd start questioning it.
2: Yeah, I do agree with that with if we are going win if yeah, if we go and win the league or the Champions League, we're not going to care.
1: Yeah.
2: We're not like that's kind of the reality of it. I do feel like I feel like to be fair, with the way City have gone the transfer window this summer, it's kind of we've gone for big moves, but it still doesn't seem like it's actually damaging us in a way like I think all the odds say we're the favourites for both the league and the Champions League. I know odds don't mean you win it, but it sort of still doesn't mean we're weakened from selling Sterling. And like we said, like Palmer, like he looks, he looks an absolute class player, and he's also bringing through more players from the academy. Obviously, we've just we've sold a few, so we're doing kind of a bit different to the Chelsea model of the academy. Normally, you have. 80 to a thousand players going out on loan, you know, we're, we're selling them and using a buyback clause kind of scenario. And then we're bringing a few through. That's where I guess Sterling going brings in that opportunity for someone to come through and shine because let's say Palmer plays quite a lot of games next season. doesn't work out. We can go and buy someone. There's, there's still that upside where next season we can go you know what he isn't actually good enough we'll go and buy someone it's not a dramatic loss but what i want to say is what do you sort of expect from sterling at chelsea like, i mean what
1: what do you expect him to bring to your team from my side at least 26 goals and assists preferably um, you know, I, I, just uh, it's more proven at the end of the day. It's, it's just someone who's more consistent. You know, it was clear last season, obviously we've talked about losing the wing backs, so that kind of knocked the title race back. But, you know, the, the games that cost us the league title race and put us completely out of it was those home draws where we've had dominated possession, probably 70% possession, 25 shots. The opposition's had probably two or three shots and, and we've not won the game. So, you know, you, you referenced it earlier, those 90th minute winners at Bournemouth, at, I think Southampton. That, that's what I expect from Sterling that little level of where we're dominating a game as we can, just a little bit of clinical edge. Or even if we, we, we joked earlier, even if he wins a penalty in the 90th minute, just that little extra 5%, 10% that we need to actually get to the next level to challenge for the title. Um, that's that's what I expect from him. And I think he's more than capable of doing that. Reese, what do
2: you expect Sterling to actually
0: sort of do at Chelsea for that team? Um, I mean, he's gonna to have to obviously make an instant impact. Um I mean, if you look at his overall record in the Premier League, you know, 320 appearances, 109 goals is 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 in it's well clubs really for a player in that position, you know. He does more than what most strikers have done. So he's going to have to hit the ground running. And I would agree with Jordan. Like, you know, you've got to see at least 25, 26 goals and assists. Now, in that team, there's no reason why there shouldn't be that because he can score the goals that the strikers could not. But he's also got the players he can assist. You know, you'd like to think that him and Havertz would be, and him and Mount would, you know, thrive off each other with the way they can do things. I think, I think Sterling. Is going somewhere where he's going to enjoy probably being the main man a little bit. Um, as good as he was for City, you know, I think, I think he he was never that star that he wanted to be. And there's nothing wrong with him wanting to be that main man. I think he'll get that at Chelsea. And I think he'll he'll be able to be the poster boy. So yeah, I think I think he's gonna to have to hit the ground running though. It doesn't, he doesn't have to, you know, have 10 goals by. October, November, I'm not saying that, but he needs to show that he's, you know, he's got that commitment and the cause that I think that Lukaku did not have in the end. So,
1: yeah, I, I, think I think that's
0: what they need from him. Just on that as well with, with kind of hitting the ground running, I,
1: I kind of agree, but kind of disagree. I think the, the issue with Lukaku is that you've signed for a world record fee of 100 mil. So naturally, when you're that value everything you do, every look you make, every breath you take, uh, it's going to be (laughs) scrutinised. You know, it is. Whereas Sterling, although he's always been that kind of guy who riles up the media somehow, and and probably unfairly at times, I don't think the 45 mil price tag brings that, personally. There's less pressure on him to deliver and be the main man. You know, I'm, I'm not expecting to turn around next season and go, Sterling's our number one guy. I don't think he needs to be that. And I don't think we're expecting him to be that for 45 mil, but you've got him and Mount, you know, we talked about Mount having a great season. I think he got 26 goals and assists, you know, those two combined, I think can have the similar impact. Um, so I don't think there's too much pressure on him to, you know, be the main guy personally.
2: Um, I agree with that based on the, the transfer fee, because at the moment 45, I think it's 47 and a half million isn't a huge fee as it used to be and he's also coming from city and you know, not coming from united or liverpool because you know you've got all the fans of sky sports supporting liverpool united and bt as such so it does have that but he does still have that pressure on him due to the fact one is english that that adds a bit more pressure and he's meant to be one of one of if yeah, one of the main focal points for England, especially in the World Cup year. So if he's not hitting form, people are going to question him, like we did for the Euros. Should he actually be in the starting eleven? Yeah. So I do feel like there is that pressure. I think the World Cup probably didn't help, and you might be right if there wasn't the World Cup year. Whereas, let's say Sterling actually gets one goal, one assist up until the break for it. Foden's got. Five goals, five assists. You've got Bowen doing the same. Got various players, Saka as well. That's where Sterling will get questions, and it's that's where it could be. I think there's still that pressure on him, but there's never not going to be pressure on him because he's been playing with pressure pretty much since he started that when he was getting into the team at Liverpool.
0: Yeah, I think he's 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 used to it. Yeah, he'll he'll want he'll want the pressure because it will help him be better. It should do. He knows he's he's not gonna be, you know. He knows he's he's gonna be there, and he is gonna be that poster boy. Let's be honest, he will be. You know, I I think you'll probably find he'll be the biggest shirt seller for Chelsea next season. You know, and that's and that's something he'll want. And I think he needs that. Well, probably wrong way to put. I think he needs it because I think it will because I think he's always being criticised and he's always being told, you know, even if he gets twenty five goals and assists like that one season, there's still that well, you could have done better. I think he wants that to, yeah. to thrive off it because he he really would like to say, you know what, like, what more, do you, you know, now what what more do you want from me now? You yeah. know, he's, and I think it yeah. would be good
2: for him. Absolutely. And it's sort of, I think that goes on to my point of what I actually expect it, expect Chelsea fans to be like. You were saying like, you want that person who's going to put the ball in the back of the net in the 90th minute and stuff. I remember that was some seasons ago when he was doing the ninety minutes. Yeah, problem I, I think he will have at Chelsea, and it'll be something that you're not, you are used to, is someone who will frustrate you with some of the chances he misses. Yeah, I've I think De Bruyne got twenty. I think he did a joint most um, assist in the league one year. If Sterling had actually proper shooting boots on, that he should have been. De Bruyne could have been like five clear kind of scenarios. That's the problem with what I think City fans have sort of slated him at times because he's such a frustrating player. On his days, absolutely brilliant. And and his stats show he can be and is world-class. But he will frustrate the hell out of you, Jordan.
1: He just will. Nah,
2: no. If he gets on a one-on-one don't get your hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my hopes up way too many times. If you see him having a shot outside the box, he's got more chance of scoring that than he's one-on-one.
1: If <laughs> you look at the extra, he... it round. It reminds <laughs> me of Werner, though. You know, Werner's like, no one yeah, rates Werner one you, unless you actually yeah. watch him. But then all you remember from Werner outside of Chelsea's are the misses because that's how the media, that's how the media portray it. If Werner misses a sit that's all you'll
2: Werner's see. A bit, Werner's a bit different because he came in as a striker.
1: Yeah, 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 true. He's played down well, the middle.
2: Sterling but... is the winger, but it's still frustrating when a player misses a big chance.
0: Yeah.
2: And at City, he has missed a lot of chances.
0: Yeah, yeah. There that are times sure he... are
2: goals, But, yeah.
0: yeah. There are times where you're right. Like, he needs three or four gilt-edge chances to put it in the net. But I'll give him his dues. He's, he's always there to yeah. get them chances. So, yeah, he... It is frustrating when he misses the three or four, but I look at I think, well he gets the one at least, yeah. you know, in quite a short space of time normally. So it's like, okay, at least they've got somebody who's going to get the back of the net. You know, he doesn't go... I don't find he goes on like Baron's Bells either where he doesn't score for like seven, eight games. He's always contributing in some way. So, yeah, I think I think it is frustrating when he misses the three or four, especially if you've got, say, a game where it's nil-nil or the need to win, you know, is he going to be the one to deliver that, that one goal? But I think... I think at least he's always there to have that chance. And he's always, you know, he's going to he's gonna get it eventually.
1: And also, so it's I not... Think, oh, it
0: I'm sorry, I was just going to say, our issue isn't a lack
1: of creativity. As I said, all the games that really cost us was, you know, the home games where we've had 25 shots dominated and not scored. So he can miss four or five as long as he gets that one that makes it 2-1. You know, I don't have an issue. And I think, like, you know, even in, you know, Jamie, you said it, you probably you'd probably regard him as having a poor season last season. And, and many would. But then comparing to, like, the next superstars at City, you know, Foden, Grealish, even then, having a bad season, he's still done so much better on the stats. So it's like almost, although he's not been great, he's still delivered the bottom line. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And, and it's not all about uh, stats, but
2: I'd rather... No, have... that, yeah, the performances are what you mainly look at because... Sort of if you go off just statistically, that will dry up if you're performing badly, if that makes sense, unless yeah. you're getting one yard clappings. Um it's more, I think my sort of question is what is success for Sterling at Chelsea? What would you gather that at? What is success for him? Because just thinking about it, he's won four or five Premier League titles at City. I yeah, I think it's five. It's, he can't be going there going, I want to win. Like, Obviously, he wants to win everything he plays in, but he can't go, well, I've been successful because I've gone to Chelsea and won the league. Yeah. Or it, it's kind of, does it have to be a Champions League? I think that'd be incredibly harsh for it to be. Is it just to continuously play well? Is that kind of the bare minimum, really, for someone at his level? Or should it be about winning trophies?
1: I mean, we're Chelsea at the end of the day. It's always about trophies. Even, you know, we've discussed it before. Even in bad seasons, we're still competing for trophies. So, yes, yes and no. I think, again, it will come back to the stat. Let's say we do well in all competitions next season, but don't win a trophy. Then it will just come down to the stats. Has he had an impact? Has he contributed? Has he got those 20-plus goals in the CIS, you know? But for me, the, the main success for us at the minute, We've won the Champions League recently, you know, we've we've been close to winning the FA Cup. I mean, Christ, you can't get any closer. Um, But for me, the the main priority for us is is closing that gap um, in the league. If we can get, you know, I can't remember the exact gap we finished on behind you guys. Probably quite a lot of points in the end. I think the main objective for us is closing that gap. So if we can really push you and Liverpool now to the wire even without winning, I think that would be success because that, that would count as driving us forward. Um, but it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to know until the season progresses. But we showed last season, for half the season, we can be up there. If he can just give us that little clinical edge that takes us and pushes the title race on, I think, for me,
0: that, that would be successful enough. Reese, what would you think makes that then I mean, he's won everything but the Champions League, you're right. But I think I think for him, it's just a fresh start. I think, you know, success for him is he, he knows he doesn't have to prove himself. But at the same time, he does um, in the eyes of some critics. I think it's just a fresh start going back to London, being the face of the club, which I think he will enjoy, he'll relish from and contributing to chelsea's own success whether that be an FA cup win league Cup win closing the gap whatever it is i think i think that's that's what it will be for him and i think i think he'll have a positive contribution to chelsea and i think he's probably the the player that they they need right now and i think it will be as I said it's a good deal for both parties
2: yeah that's fair enough to be fair the success part is i looking at it just sort of logically i know it's back in my own team but He's probably going to win less trophies at Chelsea than City over the next two, three seasons. I think it's a fair assumption to make. You might not like it, but if you just look at it based on sort of that stats, he might be I might be wrong. I hope I'm not, but I might be wrong, but just looking at it sort of a bit logically at the moment. I think the big the problem that he could have is if Touchwood for me, we do go and win that Champions League and he's gone. That's the only thing, and then he's missed out. He's kind of done, what was it, Zatan did it. was that a club, left, they won the Champions League, left, they won the Champions League. And it's something that you do want in your trophy cabinet. Like, even Zatan, he might not admit it. He'll say, like, I own the Champions League or something crap along them lines. Mm. You want that trophy. So that's where I think it could be unsuccessful for him. But when yeah. you're talking just physically at Chelsea, if he wins a few, like if he does win a Premier League at Chelsea, I think it's been great success. But if he does come away, possibly I don't see it. But if he did come away trophyless over a four or five year period, I don't know what contract he'd be signing. Yeah, it could be seen as a failure. Failure.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. It's a. I think it's a five year deal option to extend. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I don't want to you know, jinx it, but it's hard to see us not winning any trophy in the next five years. But I I do agree with that. You know, I I think you're right. If if you were to go and win the Champions League this season and we didn't win any trophies, I think he'd probably go, I think he'd be a bit pissed. He'd be like, oh, I could have just stayed, rode the wave and just kind of gone through the motions. Um, But look, even if we have a bad season in the league, we'll still be in the mix competing for Champions League. So he's not going to lose out in that sense. Um it will just be yeah if you if you win it somehow and we win nothing. But but yeah, all in all, I guess that that's kind of wraps us up nicely. All
2: Snaky in all Sterling. <laughs> Sterling went <to> Liverpool, Manchester,
1: <laughs> now London. Not many players who can say that. Not many players who can say that played for all three of those clubs. And that it's Sturridge and
2: Anelka. Oh yeah. All yeah. the other players who have done that. Done them three teams, not in the same order, but they've played for all three teams. It's not not many others. If I, I don't think there are any others.
1: No, not that I can remember. But not that I can yes. think of in a more recent yeah. time. T- time will tell, but all in all, I think it's a fairly positive signing. Um, but as always, that wraps us up for another episode. Um, as as Reece said at the start of the show, um, we'll put all the info for the fantasy league in the comments. Um, and it will be posted on the socials. Make sure you're subscribed and turn the bell notification on YouTube um, and give us a follow on Insta as well for, for regular content. Um, as always, like, comment, and subscribe. You know the drill. Here we go.